What do we do with a God-sized hole in our lives? Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Julie, how are you today? I'm well, thanks. How about you? Great to be here. Love starting our week uh, with some assembly required. Yes, it's a great podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'd we like, like to, it, don't we? We do. We sure yeah. do. We keep coming back for more. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd like to encourage you to share our podcast. Yes. Um, share the link on either your social Please. media or with a friend or however you mm-hmm. however you choose. But it's a... It's a great tool that you can use um, to share. The best 15 Mm -hmm. minutes to start your week. Yeah. So it's a good, it's always good to review. So we have just started a new series. Yesterday. Yes. On wholeness. Yes. Which is a fun topic and it kind of, um, it's sort of a carryover from our last series. It is kind of an extension, isn't it? Yeah. We talked about living on purpose and we were in 1 Thessalonians and we are Still in First Thessalonians, and our key passage is. Do you want to say it for us? Well, it's First Thessalonians, uh, chapter five, and it is this powerful passage that kind of reminds us what God is, uh, how He's created us. He says, "Now may the God of peace make you holy, H O L Y, holy in every way, and may your whole, W H O L E, may your whole spirit." And soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. Mm-hmm. And so, wow, what a, what a great passage to help us to understand uh, that God wants us to be whole. Yeah. What, you know? do, you, what do you mean? What is wholeness? Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think I can tell you, first of all, what it's not. Okay. You know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. But, but basically, this idea of being whole is um, sometimes people have some crazy ideas that it's got to be perfection. Yeah. That if you're a whole person, that means you're, you're, you're just complete. Kinda, you're There's something perfect. complete about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and yet, uh, the Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament under inspiration, uh, he says in Romans chapter 7, he says about himself, I know that nothing good lives in me. Mm-hmm. And in my in in uh, that is my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what's good, but I don't. And so, so obviously, it's not perfection. Uh, mm-hmm. That's not what wholeness is. Or, or somebody else thinks, well, oh, you got to be a superman, yeah, superwoman. And that's not what Paul said either. He says in Second Corinthians twelve. uh, where God was speaking to him, my grace, God speaking, is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Hmm. And and so Paul says, all right, so I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ uh, can work through me. And and so it's not being Superman or Superwoman. There's no S on our chest, right? And then, or the third one, I can tell you what, wholeness is not and that's somebody who has all the answers Mm. because we don't have all the answers no we don't we wish we did though don't we well sometimes we act like we do right yeah but we don't first corinthians 13 talks about this and and basically um he says we 
we see things imperfectly here on this earth. Um, puzzling, like a puzzling reflection in a mirror. Uh, and he goes on to say, all that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely one day. And so in, in 1 Corinthians 13, he makes it clear that it's not us having all the answers. That mm-hmm. what is wholeness? All right. Well, it comes down to a very simple Old Testament word. We also see it in the New Testament, and that is shalom. Mm, that means peace. Yeah. And, um, and I think sometimes when we, it's used as a greeting between Hebrews, mm-hmm. um, um, they'll say shalom, or when they say goodbye, they'll go shalom. And it's, I think it's a perfectly good word to use that way. But the Hebrew word really goes way beyond uh, their spoken pronunciation. Uh, each Hebrew word, it kind of conveys uh, feeling mm-hmm. and uh, intent and emotion. See, our English language doesn't capture words that way. No. Right? So. No, I would agree that it uh, it's almost incomplete. We, we sometimes find you need more yes. words to describe yes. how you feel than just yes. one. And, and so the Hebrew language somehow has... Uh, kind of morphed uh, where uh, words convey all these different things and not just uh, the pronunciation. So it's this idea of shalom is not just simply peace or absence of war. It, it literally is a feeling of completeness mm. is what shalom means. It means uh, wholeness. Um, according to Strong's Concordance, which is kind of the... That's the uh, book that kind of has taken the Greek and, and Hebrew and helped us to understand what the different words mean. But according to Strong's Concordance, shalom means completeness, wholeness, well-being, um, fullness, rest, harmony. Um, man, those are great words. Yeah, they, that sounds lovely. <laughs> Sign it me does up sound lovely, for some shalom. It? I'll take some shalom. <laughs> I'll take a quart of shalom to go. You know, yeah. And um, it was pointed out to me last week. I thought this is fascinating. Um, Jesus never prayed peace over people hmm. until after the resurrection. Why not? Well, because peace came because of mm. the resurrection. This wholeness and shalom you know it would have been an incomplete use of the word if he had prayed peace over people before the resurrection but after the resurrection you'll see uh before he ascended to heaven that he would meet people with peace be unto you you know and and so he was saying not just um this idea of peace of spirit but this whole idea of a peace be to you wholeness be complete you know this idea of be in harmony it it really is an amazing word when you understand the full meaning of it Mm -hmm. and what jesus was saying and so he never said those things until after the resurrection Mm -hmm. then he began uh using those words that's interesting yeah yeah i thought it was too and it kind of puts uh 
beautiful meaning to the, uh, we used to have um, just a great pastor here by the name of John Sider. Mm, yes. Remember Brother John? I do. Yep. And that guy would uh, many times finish a Sunday morning service and he would say from Numbers chapter six mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face upon you and give you peace. Mm-hmm. Well, that word is shalom. Yeah. Give you wholeness. And, and really, if you look in, in Genesis, the way God intended for us to be whole, God created us from the dust of the earth. He'd already created animals. Mm-hmm. And so he created us. He, the Bible says he breathed into that dust the breath of life. And uh, we take that to say that he breathed, he created life in us. He created us to have an eternal soul. That, that's the real part of us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the house you're in, your body. Yeah. Same here. The real Pat, the real Julie abides within our bodies, yeah, right? Like your spirit, our maybe spirit, your being, yeah. I guess. The, our soul mm-hmm. has been created by God. And so it, it, we're not animals. So animals don't have a soul. Uh, according to the teachings in Genesis, animals don't have a soul. Now, there's a lot of similarities between human beings and animals yeah. in, in uh, emotions and, and, um, the way they carry themselves. I mean, our our dog Zena, uh, that dog's got more personality than <laughs> than anything. You yep. know, so, I mean, she's got personality and you know and smart, but she doesn't. She's not a human. She does not have a soul. Why did God create animals first? Well, I I think He got them situated here on this earth. I there's this great passage in Genesis one twenty six, and it, and God said, uh, "Let us make man." Um, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and the livestock and all the wild animals on the earth. I, I quote this passage when I go fishing. <laughs> when I'm in the deer stand, yep. I remind these animals that God has given us dominance over yeah. them. But they, they don't listen. No, you should try here, fishy, fishy next time you're in the boat. <laughs> well, maybe that'll do better. Maybe that'll do better. But we, we, um, we are basically a spirit that is housed in a human body. Yeah. You know. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, we tend to think that this is the yeah. whole shebang right here. I'm pointing to our bodies here. That this is the whole shebang. It's not. This is just a house. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we are spirit uh, that's housed in a, in a human body. Hmm. It's our host, if you want to be yeah. right down to it. Have you ever read it. that? There's a book called The Host. It's a little, maybe a little sci-fi-ish. A little sci-fi. Yeah. But basically, there's a... Um, they might be aliens. I can't recall. It was several years ago that I read it. But they were putting hmm. another soul or spirit into people for a different you know different purpose to try Mm -hmm. and you know accomplish a a certain mission yeah yeah Yeah. that was it was a very interesting Mm. book like i said a little sci-fi but (laughs) well that's what we are we we are the spirit that is housed by a host that is the human body that we have and when you realize that the house wears out 
but the spirit part of us is eternal, it helps sometimes to have a little perspective, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so this idea of wholeness is that we've been made to function in, in a way that God wants us to flourish physically mm-hmm. and um, emotionally and, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, also uh, spiritually uh, because that's how we're made up. And um, the shalom that we want to encounter is by realizing that we can't just concentrate on the human part of us. Mm-hmm. We can't concentrate just on the emotional part or the spiritual part. That's right. You know. And often I think that when, when you think about going to church or learning about the Bible, we often think it's spiritual, just spiritual. I right. don't think we talk too often about um, physical health or mm-hmm. emotional health. Maybe that can be tied into spiritual health a little. Seems like more and more we are. Yep. Yeah. But physical health, I, I mean, I don't think we talk about that very often, to be honest. Well, humanity um, became broken. I mean, we lost our way. Yes. Um, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And, and so we find ourselves living between the resurrection and the second coming of Christ and the Lord wants us to flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, we were created on purpose. Yeah. None of us are random. You know, um, uh, our kids may be a surprise to us, but they're not a surprise. <laughs> but they're not a surprise to the Lord. That's you know, right. Carol and her sister are eleven months apart. Whoa, so Carol was Irish a twins. huge uh, was a surprise, huge surprise. Sounds like it, yeah. And so, but not to God. And and I. We, we've got to realize that none of us are on this earth random and that we just somehow just, we're worker bees and we just do our thing until we die. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No, we've been created for a purpose and God has a plan for each of us and he wants us to flourish in our physical life and in our, our emotional life and, and really our spiritual life. And the spiritual part of that begins with knowing Christ as our savior that's where that's where spiritual health begins mm-hmm. because when adam adam and eve uh, disobeyed god uh, you you referred to it this god-sized hole formed mm-hmm. in the life of humankind and so this is a hole that only god can f- uh, fill mm-hmm. and so when when adam and eve broke their fellowship with god and uh departed from him uh, God never departed from them, hmm. you know, and so he he made a way for us to come back into uh, relationship with him through his son Jesus, and so it, becoming religious is not how you get spiritual strength. Hmm. Uh, becoming uh, a better person morally, um, those are all great. Yeah. We need more people with ethics and and that are the right kind of people and. You know, we just went through an election here, yep. you know, yep. uh, this past week. So I think it's important that we have those kind of people. But flourishing as a believer, um, this idea of wholeness comes from flourishing in our physical life, our emotional life, and our spiritual life. And that spirit life begins in Christ. That's where shalom begins. That is where wholeness begins when we're made whole with God. How does our life look different when we're made whole versus before? 
Well, it, it certainly, uh, it does begin with relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer right there, Yeah. right? Um, and I, I think it's, uh, the, the story of Jesus and Nicodemus is so relevant, you know, where this uh, real religious guy comes to see Jesus and, and wants to know um, about, being in the kingdom, seeing mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. And so Jesus just kind of drops the bomb on him. Um, uh, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus is going, uh, how do you go back into the womb? How do you do that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just grossly did not understand what, what Christ was talking about. And so uh, it's kind of Jesus explains it to him you know (laughs) (laughs) i heard that term earlier this week that's funny so it's jesus explains it to him that this idea of hey it begins with it it begins with the soul Mm -hmm. it begins with the spiritual part of us and and so um that which is born of the flesh is flesh there's that body thing, yep. and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And see, the scary thing here is, uh, Billy Graham said this, and he said it many times, but he said on any given Sunday, he believed that uh, 50% of those who were in church had no relationship with Christ whatsoever. Wow. It was a, it was a religious uh, knowledge of Jesus, not a personal relationship with him. Do you think that's still true today? I absolutely do. Yeah. I'd like to think that it's higher than that here at Waynefleet, but um, but I think overall, I th- I think uh, Dr. Graham was probably right about that. And 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 you say, well, how could that be? That was me. Yeah. First fifteen years of my life, I was mm-hmm. religious. I knew the songs. I knew a lot of scriptures. And I knew a lot about who Jesus was, but I did not know him personally. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I, it, it, it can't be too far-fetched. My parents meant well, and they trained us and showed yeah. us and modeled it. But really, um, when I was a teenager, uh, on my knees on one Sunday night in June, by myself, uh, after hearing a, a message, I just I gave my life to Christ, you know? And... Uh, that's where it began. The flourishing began in relationship with him, that mm-hmm. God-sized hole could be filled. Mm-hmm. And then this idea of, of being able to walk in shalom with purpose and peace and meaning, that came as I surrender myself to him. Mm-hmm. As we, the spirit being living in this human body, when we say, Jesus, I will follow you, I will, I will say yes. I, I will live a yes life, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where spiritual wholeness comes into being. Relationship and then this idea of fellowship, mm-hmm. following Christ. And I, I think that's really important. David talks about this where he says in Psalm 73, he says, uh, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength, that word means rock, Mm -hmm. of my heart and my portion forever. That word portion, it's like uh, pirate booty. Mm. It's like treasure. Uh, uh, You get a portion of it. Yeah, my piece of the pie. You are 
my portion. You're my piece of the pie. And so wholeness, this spiritual wholeness, is not a, is not a life of suffocating rules or doing, 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 or trying to do more to get God to love us more. No, God loves us, just yeah. who we are, right where we are. It is this, this idea that Jesus wants us. He says in John 15, he said, I've spoken to you that my joy might be in you and that your joy be full. And so joy comes when we are completely satisfied through knowing God. And, and see, this world can't do that. No, it will always let you down, I think. It will, oh, I love how you said that. It will always let you down. And people go around looking for the next best thing, yeah. the next big thing, and, and they try to fill their life up with romance and people to fill that void. Yep. They try to fill it up with career and, or popularity or power, you know. Yep. None of those things last. No. You know? And so... The real deal is this shalom, this completeness that comes in relationship with, with God and by us following Jesus with a yes life. Mm. That's what it's all about. And so we're, we're looking at that starting yesterday and this, uh, this month. We're going to be looking at, well, what does that mean then physically? Yeah. You know, what does that mean then emotionally? For me to be whole, to, to live in that completeness, to, you know. And uh, I'm glad you asked that question. We're going to be looking at it. Um, so this is an important time, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, if any person is in Christ, we're this new creation. The right? old has gone. The old mm-hmm. is gone. And so if we want to find shalom, then we find shalom from the one who is shalom. Mm-hmm. The Prince of Shalom. Yeah. And that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make yeah. sense. That makes good sense. That sounds a lot more appealing than, um, like you were saying, rules and do this and perform this way and yeah. achieve that. Yeah. That sounds a lot more appealing when you say it. Does. <laughs> when it you does. say it that way. And, and it's the way the Lord wants us to approach it because he wants us to walk in joy and um, and to to walk in this completeness, you know. Yeah. How do our kids do when they know they are completely loved and cared yeah. for by their parents? Oh, they yeah. flourish. Yes, absolutely. You know, they flourish. Yeah, and that's what God's wanting. He wants us to flourish by yeah. by realizing He loves us and He cares for us. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. Um, what have we got? We've got a lot going on this June. Do you want, should we do a mm-hmm. quick recap so if no one misses anything and uh, everyone can participate where they will? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got some things we're trying to draw attention to wholeness. And so we invite you to join us on the 18th of, um, of June on a Saturday morning. Uh, we're having some workshops uh, you can do something as simple as uh, CPR uh, certification. Uh, we also have this um, workshop called Safe Talk, how to recognize somebody who's thinking about suicide, mm-hmm. even how to ask questions and to be able to guide them to the right place. Parents would love this. Young people who have friends struggling with yeah. it, 
you could be a real help to your mm -hmm. to your friends by taking this course. Mm -hmm. And the best news, it's a $45 course that is completely underwritten to the first 30 people who sign up. Wow. And they can do that online at waynefleetbic.info. Yes. Go to events and uh, registration. Mm -hmm. And it's all there. And it's on there. And so we're going to do that on the 18th. And then on the 26th, we're going to have some fun after church and do some biking and hiking over at Merritt Island for those who would like yep. to. Others will be doing uh, kayaks and paddle boarding. But then we're going to get together uh, at Chippewa Park at 530 under the pavilion and have dinner together. Nice. Everybody bring a picnic. And, uh, and then on the 29th, um, that's a Wednesday night. Dr. Linda Lambert is mm -hmm. uh, doing a workshop on living with mental illness, helping those who are caregivers, and but also helping those who are struggling with mental illness. And uh, so I think it's going to be a great evening that you can sign up at mm -hmm. waynefleetbic.info. And so we would love to have people do that. So we're just drawing attention to some of these things in the month of June. Yes, our women also walk regularly. Yes. Um, we have a small devotional time and then a, a prayer walk, like we've been mm -hmm. calling it. We pray together and um, just spend some time fellowshipping and supporting yes. and getting to know one another. And our next one for that is also on June 18th, which Great. is a busy day. It's a busy um, day, but yeah, it, it's it'll be fine. a wonderful it busy will day. Be, yeah. yeah, everyone kind of take advantage of it. Yes, please right? do. Yeah. Um, the other thing to mention, if you're a regular attender, this is just a way for us to link arms and take care of our church on June the 11th. Mm -hmm. We're having our spring cleanup day. Mm -hmm. So we would love you to join us then. And Got uh, some indoor stuff and yep. some outdoor stuff to do. We do it once a year, and we invite, uh, we invite folks to come, even if you can't stay uh, the whole time. It's uh, like 9 to 1, Yeah, and we're providing lunch. Some yes. great hot dogs. Yep. But uh, if you can't stay the whole time, that's fine. But we need your help. People say to me, hey, Pat, if you ever need me, give me a holler. Holler. <laughs> we, we need some help in um, keeping our building and ground spruced up. So Yeah. So head on over to waynefleetbic.info and yep. sign up for what you'd like to participate it's in. It's free. They don't yeah. have to pay to no, come and, of course and, not. And, and work. So. Yeah. Well, thank you, Pastor Pat. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, if you've got questions or would like to have a discussion with him, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week. We we'll look forward to uh, being back with you, and you are loved. Take care.